Welcome to the ITAD Talk podcast and part three in this series. We need to set some definitions and standards. Uh, unfortunately, when people talk about carbon neutrality, and, and this is coming up this week as well, not everybody says the same thing. They use the same words, different mm. meanings. Gotcha. And so we really need to start thinking about what those definitions are, particularly as it relates to a data center um, and it rates the standards. Um, just because you have uh, bought renewable energy to drive your systems doesn't mean that you as a company have done anything to address some of the other issues, right? They break these down into scope one, scope two, and scope three uh, capabilities, which is a whole nother area to talk about. But they, they basically say, yeah, that's great that you're buying good stuff that's um, energy, energy efficient. But what are you specifically doing, right? Mm -hmm. And unless they're doing something about their data centers, they're missing the boat. Right now, data centers represent only about 2% of all the carbon emissions worldwide. But if people clean up the other areas as they're projected, if, if the data center people do, don't do anything, they will be at 10 to 12% oh and, 30 and, 30 and greater wow. than 30% by 3050. And at some point, that nail is going to be visible and people are going to want to hit them over the head with it. So they, companies need to do something. Um, and we are in the process of lining up members to participate in our working groups as we pour through all of this. Right. Hey, another question I want to ask you, since you've got such a, uh, you know, a, a great history of experience and everything, um, when you were learning all these skill sets, uh, was there someone who helped you and helped mentor you and kind of taught you some of these skill sets? And then, and then in, in turn, have you been able to mentor others with, um, with some of your, with some of your knowledge? Um, there was one individual that I learned a lot from through the years. Uh, he was my boss back at IBM for a good number of years, and I followed him around for a while. Uh, what he was excellent in was planning and then executing against the plan, and that really tends to be the key. Um, what I find, there are people who are great planners, and there are people who are great executors, but for companies to succeed over the years, you, you really need to do both. Uh, one of the things that we're doing today, uh, when you ask about mentoring, I'm not mentoring individuals per se. Uh, I, I was for a while. The way I'm doing it now is that uh, we are still running the, um, the bi-weekly video conferences. And uh, we... I've expanded that to about 100 firms that we're working with, mostly still financial services, but companies that have the need to address high availability, high performance, scalability, and security and compliance are firms that we're still working with. And our discussions really get into getting people to understand what's happening. The very frank, uh, we use Chatham House rules, so people say what's on their mind. <laughs> um, 
as someone once said, it's like an AA meeting. They'll tell you what, what really is, not what you normally hear at, at wow. webinars and video conferences and stuff. You hear the reality of what's going on. And uh, so if you really want good market intelligence and you really want to understand what's happening and build relationships with highly talented people, people are welcome to uh, enjoy to join our biweekly video conferences. Uh, as long as you know they they fit the personas that we're talking about here with that type of stuff, the types of areas we still talk about are cloud edge, data centers, all the infrastructure stuff, security, compliance, and risk, data architecture, data ops, AI, ML, and digital transformation. So these are the things that we've always been doing, and I've always been involved with, and. Um, it's open for people to learn. It's an hour a week, an hour every other week. And it gives people an opportunity to hear what some of the best minds are thinking about. Well, it sounds like a really, really important group that uh, can help uh, kind of let people know what's really going on and what, what challenges that, that might need to be uh, worked on for the organization. So you, you, you mentioned uh, planning and executing can you give us uh maybe just a couple of thoughts um for you know we've got a lot of you know smaller firms and itad companies that are building and you know they're always planning and executing and growing and so uh any any tips on um on on those two points on planning and the execution so yeah that there's two things to keep in in mind um one is that the the planning and execution is really a cycle. It's not a straight mm. line. You, you plan um, and then you act and then you monitor it and then you reshape your plan and you re-execute. So it, it's a circle as you go through here. Um, one of the things that used to be a challenge for me personally was that uh, when you would sit there as an executive and you would say, well, here are my goals. How do you know you're reaching your goals in many of the cases because the goal itself may be number of sales or, or revenue stream or some other major element when you can't measure that on a weekly basis? Right? That, that may occur right. once a month or once a quarter. So how do you know your plan is really being executed the way you want if you can't see your ultimate goal? And the point I would make is there are a lot of individual goals that go into that that are not specifically those business exec objectives that you constantly report on. For example, um, number of uh, calls or number of uh, hot prospects or whatever measurement you do, that can be measured on a daily and weekly basis. Is it gaining? Is it losing? How's that going? And that's something you can measure so you can see whether your plan is driving towards your goal. Um, so so would, you, would you refer to those as kind of like the uh, leading or lagging uh, indicators? I would call them the, they're the leading indicators, right? If, if you knew, for example, that for every sale that you were going to do, you needed to talk to 50 accounts, 
then if your guys are only talking to 10 accounts a week, mm. you may not meet your numbers, right? So you may, you may be looking at, well, how many calls do they need to make per day of, of just plain cold calling to equal warm calls and qualified accounts and then potential sales and then actual sales, right? That's a funnel that you're driving down. And how are you meeting those numbers so that you can effectively get to your real metric that, that you're going to report um, upwards to the executives and owners and all of that stuff. So um, that's a key element that people need to work on. Uh, from a project standpoint, the same thing is true. You find executives that uh, or developers get so locked into their project um, they, they're too busy fighting the alligators to mm. drain the swamp and they don't even realize they're not. <laughs> wow. And we found when, when we measure those, what you really need is somebody from the outside, another project manager who's familiar with doing that stuff. One of your better ones in the corporation to come and come in and understand the project, not, and, and it's, it has to be viewed as a peer helping a peer, not adversarial in any way, shame, or form, because you really need to find out what are the real problems that can now be brought up to some executive who can resolve the issues that you've been struggling with within the project that can't be solved within the project but needs some senior executive to leap in and provide added funding, direction, or whatever it may be. Great. Well, those, those, those are really great points. I, I appreciate you spending a little bit of time on that. Uh, is there anything else that um, you think uh, we haven't covered that uh, you, you think that you, you would like to add? I think we've hit all the, the major points that uh, are top of mind at the moment. Hey, just, just on a personal basis, where, where is it that you're, you're based out of and uh, what kinds of things do you, do you like to do for, for fun? I know a lot of us have kind of been, you know, uh, at home more than, than we may want with the COVID and everything, but uh, are you able to get back out and, and, and do a few things now? So I'm in Connecticut in a small town called Wilton in Fairfield County. Um, and uh, yeah, we've been isolated here, so to speak, um, since March of 2020. Uh, we are getting out a little bit uh, doing that. We have not had any face-to-face -face meetings with people. Uh, everything's been Zoom-based, uh, more or less. And um, so that's how we've been doing that. For fun, I, you know, I, I have uh, a dog that uh, I love to play with all the time and walk and all that stuff so that that keeps me happy and satisfied on the non-business side great well cal i want to thank you for your for your time this morning and uh you've definitely got uh, a really uh, long history and, and range of experience that's uh, uh seems to be um at a critical point right now with the uh with the data center and the, the COP26 and, and some of these points in the, uh, the, the PUE and the, some of the things that you had brought out that uh, are needed as uh, the data center technology moves forward. So uh, we, we thank you for bringing that out. And uh, I was kind of there watching as uh, Lou Gerstner's team was working on, uh, on this, on reshaping the uh, company. And that was a really impressive uh 
in endeavor uh, that that he ended up doing uh, along with yourself and and the rest of the of the team because uh, it's not easy to move an organization like that and and change it. So uh, anyway, really appreciate all the input that uh, in the stories that you've given us this morning, and uh, we'll look forward to speaking to you in the future. Uh, my pleasure, and anyone who wants to reach out to me on via LinkedIn, I'm happy to uh, connect with them, or if they want to participate in any of the things that we're doing, just let me know. Thanks again for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen.